everyone, this is Sienna Adams-Bryce, and welcome to my podcast, The Reintegration Saga. In today's episode, we will be focusing on the challenges of finding employment with a criminal record. Coming up, we'll talk about what issues people with a criminal record face during the hiring process and look into some approaches that are being taken to help open doors to careers for such people. We will also hear about the experiences of some people who have faced this issue in their lives. In today's world, we face a criminal justice system that is in shambles. We put away people who are innocent, and people lose years of their lives for things like marijuana charges. And then, after people have served their time, we make it as difficult as possible for them to reintegrate into society. At the age of 21, a man named Jay was arrested for a DUI. He was released after over three years in prison and went on to attend college. He was then denied employment from over 200 jobs. And when he did finally get employed, he was in in an entry-level job that paid less than minimum wage. Many employers will turn away anyone with a criminal record, regardless of what the charge was. And if they do employ a former convict, they often give them unlivable wages, making it hard or impossible to support their families. Another situation like Jay's is the case of Ronald Lewis, who was interviewed by PBS. After being arrested and tried for three misdemeanors, Lewis took a plea that allowed him to serve no jail time, only five years probation. Lewis was told that his misdemeanors would never impact his future. However, when it came time for him to find a job, things proved to be different. And this wasn't the last time this would happen to Lewis. He was given job offers and had promising phone calls that ended up going nowhere once they saw his background. Lewis is a hard worker, a father, and a student, but his record kept employers from considering those things altogether. According to statistics from 2018, formerly incarcerated people face an unemployment rate of 27%. This is five times higher than the unemployment rate for the general United States population. Separating the statistics into groups by race and gender show even greater disparities. According to a study done by the Prison Policy Initiative, formerly incarcerated white males between the ages of 35 and 44 are unemployed at a rate of around 18.4%, while black males of the same age range are unemployed at a rate of 35%. What is causing this incredible inequality in our society? Exclusionary laws and practices surrounding the hiring process are certainly a key factor. According to research collected by the National Inventory of Collateral Consequences of Conviction, or NICCC, There are over 15,000 provisions of law that limit opportunities for people with criminal records to obtain licensure for certain occupations. Many states have blanket bans in place that instantly disqualify former convicts from many jobs. Working against these provisions and blanket bans, new laws have been put in place over the last few decades to open doors for those with criminal records. On the federal level, there are two laws in place to try and protect the rights of people with criminal records. Title VII prohibits employment discrimination of any kind, including discrimination based on a criminal record.
This law encourages employers to consider factors such as the nature of the job, the nature of the charge, and how recent the offense was before disqualifying the applicant. We will go into this more later in the episode. The other law, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, or FCRA, handles inaccuracies in criminal records. Due to common errors in background checks, the FCRA requires that employers provide a copy of the report to the applicant and explain to the applicant why they are being disqualified if it relates to the contents of the background check. There are also laws placed on the state level. Many states currently have put into effect ban-the-box policies, prohibiting employers from asking general questions about convictions on job applications. In Rhode Island, for example, employers cannot ask about convictions on the initial application. However, during interviews, they can ask questions about specific convictions that would interfere with the job. Rhode Island also provides an opportunity for convicts to apply for a certificate of recovery and reentry in order to help their chances of finding employment. So, we know about the issues, but what is being done to resolve them? There are laws in place to protect against employment discrimination for those with criminal records, but the unemployment rate is still insanely high. In an article from the National Conference of State Legislature, they mention some targeted approaches to the issue. First off, we can reform employment limitations based upon relevancy, having employers not only look to see if there is a conviction, but instead how recent the conviction was and its relevance to the job. In the PBS story that interviewed Ronald Lewis, National Federation of of Independent Business Employee Beth Melito talks about new regulations that employers are encouraged to consider rates that where at all possible, it's good for a business to consider three factors, um, the nature of the crime, time that subsists the crime, and the nature of the job, um, and when at all possible to make an individualized assessment. Um, I think many employers will do that. Banning blanket bans is another factor to be considered so that employees have to judge an applicant based on merit rather than immediately disqualifying them. Many argue that this will in turn provide opportunities to explain inconsistencies in background checks such as arrests that did not lead to conviction. Rehabilitation is another proposed solution to help open doors for former convicts. Through moral rehabilitation, former convicts can get help finding ways to give back to their community, improving their resume. Legal rehabilitation can help remove offender from their background, and psychological rehabilitation can help identify and eliminate factors that may result in repeat offenses. Unemployment is a serious issue in the United States. It has been shown that finding employment following imprisonment is a vital part of reintegration, and yet there are so many barriers that prevent people from finding jobs. It is time that this changes. Thank you for listening, and if you'd like any more information, visit prisonpolicy.org or nij.ojp.gov. That is the website for the National Institute of Justice. This is Sienna Adams-Brice signing off on today's episode of the Reintegration Saga.